the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Episode 7 of our podcast series, both available, video and audio. Stefan Subs with you from News Talk 710 KNUS here in Denver. I'm on 4 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time, Monday through Friday. As we record this on Thursday, March 30th, 2023, we're still eight days away from the next court appearance for Dr. James Craig. I called him Jim. He was my doctor. I had met his wife, Angela. She went by Ange. And it is still stunning to me as we're into now a full week of of podcasts. As we record this, got word just yesterday, and thank you to uh, a producer friend at CNN. Uh, James Craig is no longer represented by the Public Defender's Office. In fact, now he is represented by the law firm of Recht Kornfeld, criminal, civil, political, the new attorney, has headquarters in downtown Denver. And again, thank you as we start this. We're going to do a couple of more pages of the text that are between Jim Craig and his wife, Angela, as she continues to be hospitalized for the second time. We'll get to those a little bit later. But thank you to uh, my friend Jeremy, a producer at CNN. CNN was given this statement from Dr. Jim Craig's new attorneys, and I quote, Dr. Craig is devastated by the loss of his wife, He loves and misses his family and declines to make any statements that fuels the public interest in invading their privacy or sensationalizing their loss, close quote. Again, that quote from the law firm of Recht Kornfeld to CNN. So we pick up the text messages, and this will be Saturday, March 11th, 2023, Angela Craig would be dead one week later. And it picks up, you can tell via the text messages from Dr. James Craig, Dr. Jim Craig, he is at work on that Saturday. And if you're following the detail, again, Summerbrook Dental, my former dentist, did advertising for them. They're, they're in Aurora. And they don't see patients on Friday, but they do on Saturday. So Jim Craig, his, his wife is, again, at Parker Adventist Hospital. She's been there now for a few days. He starts the text exchange with what I feel, again, to each his or her own. Uh, imagine if they looked at your text messages between you and anybody, or the same thing with me. But knowing the arrest affidavit, it's just strange. And the fact that Angela Craig is in the hospital, he sends a picture, as you can see, of, of uh, some dental work that he's doing. 
And he starts with, okay, the first stage of finishing up the case is complete. And now I have to put it in the curing unit for an hour. So I'm going to go home and grab the kids and come see you at the hospital for a little bit, exclamation point. Don't have to be back at the office in exactly an hour. It could be any time after that. How are you feeling? He texts his wife, according to the arrest affidavit. Any different? She responds, they gave me heartburn meds, and I think I slept for a little while. Then some time went by, and he texts, yay, we're here. And she responds, um, about 3 o'clock, in the 3 o'clock hour of the afternoon of Saturday, March 11th, have you been updating the big kids at all? Again, never, never lost on me. Six children of Jim and Angela Craig. Uh, Jim Craig says, yes. She replies, thank you. He says then, again, obviously he's not, he's not there. And again, he is, as you'll see, with the kids and doing family things, even cleaning a bit later. Uh, We'll get to that in a moment. He texts her, how did the scan turn out? And she replies from her hospital bed, head of emergency just left. Gallbladder is slightly distended, but that happens when you don't eat. He said he doesn't think my issue is surgical. And he's going to look through my charts, talk to the doc on the floor, and see what kind of plan that they can come up with. Jim Craig responds to his wife, I guess that's more good news that there's not something definitely seriously wrong with you. I mean, that came out wrong. I guess what I mean is I'm glad they don't see anything obviously surgically wrong. So then some time goes by, and again, continuing on the, now just into early evening on Saturday, March 11th. Jim Craig texts, how are you feeling? She says, nauseous nauseated. He replies, I'm so sorry. Have you been able to keep anything down? Then she talks about, uh, he talks about uh, the kids that are going to come in tomorrow, which would be Sunday, March 12th. Um, She asks, why are the older kids coming? He replies, so that they can be here next week to help out with the, obviously, younger kids and stuff, picking back up with the text, just in case you're still feeling really weak and crappy. She says, that's nice of them. We'll skip the next couple of screens because it's, it's dealing with the kids and names. And, and uh, we'll pick up with, she asks, how's the afternoon? He says, busy but good. Main level is clean. Starting the laundry and feeding the kids now. So she's in the hospital, second time at Parker Adventist. He's now in charge of the household with the children. He's cleaning He's going to make them them dinner. She replies, uh, well, he says, can I bring you anything when I come tonight? This is again Saturday, March uh, 11th. Uh, She replies, I think I have everything. Thank you. Then Jim Craig says, that's not true. You don't have me. Although I guess when I come, I will probably bring me. She replies, and again, not clear how long the, the time frame between texts, but they put me back on fluids. He replies, do you know why? No. BP? No. Uh, It's been fine. He says, so weird. I'm sorry. More puffiness, probably. Have you been peeing a lot? Yes. Jim Craig, that's good, I guess. Been able to eat? 
I had half a cracker. I'm waiting it out. Then she replies uh, that her blood pressure at this point, one week before her death, 135 over 74. He replies, geez, exclamation point, that's actually high for you. She replies, I know. Then they sent a video, Jim Craig sends a video of their daughter. Uh, They talk about that and they laugh about that. And uh, then she picks up, okay, maybe when you come, bring some very simple chicken noodle soup. I need to try something. Uh, This from Angela Craig, I'm going to try some broth in a minute and see how I do. He says, okay, I can do that. And then she asks, maybe some Vicks. Then very strange, again, we're voyeurs here. Um, I I think uh, your text or mine, people could maybe read into some of them. That's strange. But this was strange to me. He replies uh, after she asks for some Vicks. He says, gotcha. Any meth? Question mark. She says, I think I'm good. So this conversation just happened and they talk about the kids and this and that. And Angela Craig, among other things, says, I don't want to be here either. And so this uh, does continue for the rest of this Saturday evening via these texts. Uh, He asks if they've got a microwave. Uh, She says, yes. Um, You know, bring something that could be warmed up. They do have a microwave. I'm almost done with the broth they brought me. We'll see how it goes. Uh, He says, I'm finally heading up. He's apparently fed the kids and the kids are taken care of. He's coming back to Parker Adventist. Uh, He says, I'm heading up. I totally forgot the VIX, but I plan to come back later tonight anyway. I can bring it then. And then Angela replies, I just got lots of nausea and heartburn meds. Maybe the broth will stay down. He then says, that's great timing. You should try to eat some more broth and maybe crystal light or water or something. When they discharge you, I would really like to see if they would consider leaving your IV in. He talks more about the medical things, and she replies, "Um, I hate my IVs. They kind of hurt, but we can see if that would make you feel better. So basically she's saying, hey, if that's going to make you feel better, go ahead. That's it for Saturday, March 11th. Sunday morning in the 8 o'clock hour, Jim Craig texts his wife, again in the hospital, morning baby, you up? Yes, I hear last night was a little crazy. She, she is talking about, I hear that it was a little bit crazy. He says, yeah, it was for about two hours. How are you doing this morning? And this now less than one week until Angela Craig would be declared brain dead on March 18th. I feel groggy and drugged. They have my butt alarm on. I can't get up or they all come in, I didn't throw up. He replies, yay, for not throwing up. There was a picture that was sent, and apparently that morning, Jim Craig went with at least one child uh, to church. And he says later on in the exchange, I finished up with sacrament meeting, and the bishop said that I can bring the sacrament to you, so I'm going to do that. Uh, Some of the elders... um, They're going to lead the quorum for me. Their daughter drove separately. So they're talking about this. And then in another couple of exchanges, he sends her a screenshot that he took while he was driving saying that he's, excuse me, headed on the road 
quote, I'm coming to see you. I feel like I have totally worn out the stretch of road during the last week. Then Jim Craig to his wife, Sunday, March 12th. It just occurred to me that I have not brought you any flowers while you're in the hospital. I'm so sorry. I don't know how that slipped, skipped rather, my notice. I think it's because I keep expecting them and uh, expecting them to let you go at any moment. If I had known you were going to be here this long, I probably would have done a better job with that exclamation point. She replies, it's okay, I don't need flowers. Clean underwear, goes through a laundry list of what she would like him to bring. They go back and forth, you want me to bring it? And we'll wrap up this this edition of of episode 7 of our podcast series. Uh, She then later says her blood pressure is now 114 over 81. And I just want to compare that to what she had texted him the previous day. She was at 135 over 74. Less than 24 hours later, her blood pressure, it was actually a couple of different things, which this shows you how ill Angela Craig is. Uh, She talks about yesterday having... Uh, Once again, as I go to the notes, 135 over 74. Then Sunday morning, she initially is at 145 over 45, and then 114 over 81. Now, I'm no doctor. That's a lot of change and what her body is trying to do, what her body is, is obviously dealing with especially if you believe the affidavit. And of course, um, if we hadn't mentioned earlier in the podcast series, I do understand that uh, right now it's just a waiting game with the Arapahoe County uh, Coroner's Office. The autopsy has been presented, and I, I do not know specific detail of if or when Angela Craig and her family would have buried her. If they had had her funeral yet as we record this, I am unaware of that. We'll wrap up, but... Uh, She's again asking him, bring this, bring that. I'm in the hospital. This is Sunday, Sunday, March 12th. She says, among other things, my pulse, my pulse ox doesn't want to work. Again, analyzing text between husband and wife, who are we? But knowing the affidavit and what it says, he replied to her, maybe you don't have any pulse. She replies, maybe I'm a vampire. They keep taking all of my blood. Okay, I'm trying a sandwich, she says. Wish me luck. Coming up, me, that is, he replies, hopefully not the sandwich. And a string of texts uh, on that Saturday morning into afternoon ends with Angela Craig texting Jim Craig, right now being held on suspicion of premeditated first-degree murder, Angela's final text that we'll talk about on this podcast is, my brain is normal, so there, exclamation point. I hope you're getting some sleep. I miss you. For producer Mark Crowley, Stefan Tubbs, appreciate your time and have a great rest of your day.
retired general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.